Welcome to Helpful Goat Presents, a games and gaming podcast. Just a heads up, this podcast might very well contain adult situations and language. So if you're a child, or if you just don't like that kind of thing, please plug your ears now. Uh, but also, keep listening. Life is a paradox. Enjoy! Coming from a family in the textiles and fashion industry, Silver will actually take an interest in this handkerchief and look at it for a moment. Ooh. How um, high quality is it? Is it it's actually quite nice? high quality. It's been monogrammed with her family's... Um, uh, oh, God! Oh, they're torturing me! <laughs> <laughs> we just fucking touched <laughs> You're gonna, you're gonna hear the, the the like regular rhythmic tapping of Squirm's foot behind you. Uh, yes, so yeah, uh, Silver will be in the middle of looking at this hacker Jeff. He'll be like, hmm, and then he'll hear the torturing again, and he'll be like, ah, and he'll <laughs> and he'll wrap it around his his face to try to hide his 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 appearance as much as possible, and then he will he will feel the 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 adrenaline of of being a sworn member of the Lord's Alliance and hero of Waterdeep flood through his veins and he will charge down the hall. As he does that, Lysandra's going to hear long, winding, and sighed. She'll just sigh. Uh, Lysandra and Amelia, are you following? Yes. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Im- immediately, um, this opens up into a, a much larger room. Um, there are threadbare curtains that hang on the east wall uh, of this long hall, uh, in the middle of which is a masculine, uh, m- muscular, sorry, half-orc in dingy robes, uh, stands with his foot on the chest of a male human, uh, with wavy red blonde hair. And fire burns around the orc's clenched fist, and his victim cries and squirms helplessly beneath him. Seated on a raised platform to the south is a nightmarish figure, wearing black robes and has large white eyes and rubbery purple skin, with four tentacles encircling its inhuman mouth. It cradles uh, and gently caresses what looks like a disembodied brain with feet. Freaky. Why don't we go ahead and roll initiative at this? Well, Silver rolled a three, so as he was charging in, he probably tripped and fell. <laughs> <laughs> or at the sight of the, the brain, the creature, he stopped short and just stared because this is uh, a bit more than he was anticipating. Indeed. Or was just, I figured you just got distracted by the handkerchief again. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> this is the finest silk. Good lord. Good mouthfeel. <laughs> Why are you eating it? <laughs> you got some of it got into his mouth that was covering his face and... <laughs> Exquisite mouth. Oh my gosh. Say it again. Mufasa, Mufasa, Mufasa. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong All right. with you guys? <laughs> Amelia. I'm quoting Bob's burgers. Amelia, it is your turn. 
Um, so the hooded person is the half-orc, right? Yes, this per- figure down here, Grumshar. Oh, the person in the red shirt? Yes. Okay. The hooded person is the person getting tortured. Oh, I see. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, I'm gonna shoot a ray of frost at the half-orc. All right. I rolled a 15 to hit. Oh, that does it. So three points of cold damage and his speed is reduced by 10 until the start of my next turn. Excellent. And that's my turn. I'm not moving. All right. Okay. Uh, at this, Grumshard looks up, uh, sees the invaders. Um, the figure... Uh, seated on the throne sets his odd little pet uh, to the side and then starts to very quickly glide uh, across the floor um, and out uh, some doors to the to the side over here. Oh, thank God. <laughs> you saw him carrying in his hand kind of a, a large circular stone um, and he pulled it out of his bag just as he slipped past the doors here. Um, Grumshar is going to uh, move aside from the the his torturing, uh, and he's going to go ahead and um, he's going to go ahead and cast shield on himself. Actually, it's kind of a, a blue circle envelops him. Um, and uh, and he then points at the rest of you uh, and this nasty brain-like figure uh, starts to kind of charge up toward you um, and looks poised and ready to attack if you get any closer. All right, Squirm, what would you like to do? Uh, Squirm, Squirm does not lead the way. <laughs> Indeed, uh, all right. Yeah, yeah, no, sorry. We're, we're, uh... I'm not trying to be a pedant, but could shield be cast then? I thought it was supposed to be used as a reaction to an attack. It is reaction. My bad. My bad. I was thinking of like shield of faith. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. In that case, he's going to do a firebolt at you, Silver. Cool. Thanks, Lena. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I made him easier to hit. And we know he has shield now. Uh, ooh, a 17 misses, though. Uh, he couldn't quite penetrate Silver's armor with his fire blast. Damn straight. From behind you, you're going to hear, this is good. You don't like being cold. (laughs) (laughs) Um, all right. So, uh, does Lissandra know what this awful brain creature is from her books? Uh, with a nature check, give me, give me that. All right. Also, eyeballing that? Does Squirm think that that's small enough to fit into Ride's bag? <laughs> he does, yeah. Uh, the Sixth Nature, no. You, no, Lysandra's just got a terrifying feeling from it. Yeah, uh, I'm just trying to determine and, how scared she is of it, yeah. because I was going to cast Magic Missile at our orc friend, but totally not dependent on the fact that he has shield. Magic Missile's actually <laughs> going at the uh, yeah, yeah. at the um, to be fair, one of them is charging. That's true. That's true. It's a magic missile yeah. at our brain friend. Okay. Yeah. So one. So we got three, two, 
and three. So that's going to be eight uh, magical bludgeoning? Bludgeoning damage, I think. No. Force. Force damage. Force damage. Yep. yep. Yeah. Excellent. What do your magic missiles look like? They are iridescent green um, like viper heads that as they slam in, they bite into the um, the Ooh. fleshy uh, cerebrum. Yeah. I love it. All right. Because I'm a normal human. <laughs> Silver, what would you like to do then? Um, I guess Silver will move forward and try to stab this brain thing with a look of yeah, real um, unsettledness on his face. All right. Uh, as you move into a uh, range of it, it's gonna um, it's gonna claw at you. Um, an eleven misses, but I also need you to make a uh, intelligence saving throw. Okay, that's not great. <laughs> oh dear. It's not a fumble. Oh, it's not a fumble. It's not a nat one. It's a two minus one. It's an unnatural one. Uh, please take this much psychic damage. Ten. Good lord. <laughs> All right. Um, but now uh, you can go ahead and attack it. You you feel like you like it just it erupted something in your head. Uh, just screams. You just you hear your mother screaming, and your mind just can't take it. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh my god. That's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll try to hit it with my long sword. All right. Oh, Jesus really Christ. from that last hit no you're you swing at it and it easily dodges out of the way I'm gonna interject myself please once done. yes please can I do I still have the ability to like to lay on hands on myself or no that's an action yeah uh, um yeah I will just after failing this attack and hearing <laughs> <laughs> Mummy's Mummy dearest. <laughs> um he will yeah, he'll feel actually like really um bad. Alright. <laughs> bad. Squirm, feel free to jump in. <sighs> gonna run up, gonna smack it with a scabbard. Seventeen. Hits. Seven bludgeoning. Alright. Uh, you smack it in, some kind of grayish, reddish ooze pops out the other side of it. Uh, very hesitantly, I'm going to kick it. Okay. 20? Uh, 20 hits, yeah. Seven bludgeoning? Uh, you kick it straight against the wall over here, and it slams back down into the ground. Uh, unconscious or dead? Up to you, but... Uh, that one's that one's dead. Okay. But hopefully, physically intact. Yes, physically intact. And then I'm going to very carefully step behind Silver. All right. 
You're going to feel a little pat on your back. Doing okay there, Sparkles? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Amelia? Yeah, I'm just going to fire a ray of frost at um, the orc again, since the brain thing is laying on the ground. 14 to hit. Uh, 14 does hit. One cold damage, and his speed is reduced right. by 10. I'm glad I'm doing so much damage. Excellent. That's my turn. I'm not moving. Okay. All right. He slowly shambles up to to all of you here um, and is uh, puts his hands out in a in a in a display of a flame this isn't working as well so. <laughs> oh that's that's unfortunate um, and I need both uh, Silver and uh, Squirm to make dexterity saving throws. Work with me here, game. <laughs> 14. Okay. 17. All right. Um, you both save, so you only take half of 11. Five. Then. So five each. I am below zero. So you're unconscious. All right. Silver is unconscious. Squirm you up? Yeah. (laughs) Not happy, but up. (laughs) All right, Squirm, your turn. I almost picture this from like, like almost underneath the fallen body of Silver. Yeah, you're going to see Squirm stand up, sort of like <laughs> exhale a little bit of ash, wipe his hands. If anyone is going to burn sparkles, it's Squirm. Oh, <laughs> that's um, so sweet. Hop over and swinging the scabbard at him. All right. Uh, nine. Ooh, nine misses. He just barely dodges out of your out of the way of it. And barehanded strike. That will be a twenty, not nap. Oh, that hits. That hits. Six bludgeoning. That is enough to send him unconscious, uh, falling fast, uh, slamming his head against the ground. Is that a knockout or a? Uh, that might be a knockout. Okay. So he'll just be knocked out. So we out of battle? All right. You are out of battle. So Lysandra's going to go up to Silver, and she's kind of going to look back at Amelia. Amelia, do you have any more of that fantastic healing juice? I, what juice? Oh, you. As you say that, Squirm's going to go on it, and it's just like pouring alcohol. On Silver. Is it healing him? <laughs> Silver, give me a uh, death saving throw, please. No, I'm going to stabilize him with my healer's kit. Too late. He gets one. <laughs> it's not working. I've, I'm stabilizing Eight. him with my healer's kit. Okay. You stabilize him then. Uh, you are at uh, zero hit points, but unconscious, Silver. Was that eight a failure? That was a failure, yep. What counts death as saves are 10 and above. 
Oh yeah, okay. So I'm con. So wait, what? Where am I? Yeah, but stable. Okay. You're not bleeding out. You're covered now. Alcohol. alcohol. Yeah. It, how high a proof is this alcohol? Jesus Christ. It's just like an ale. Okay. It's not flammable. Um, you're also gonna see Squirm pick up the little brain thing. Yeah, and hand to Amelia. Squirm got you something. Thank you. I'll put it in my bag. I've never seen something like this before. Does anyone else have healing? Because if not, I don't know how we're going to get him out of here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to sort of walk up and look at this, uh, the one who is being tortured. Yeah, he's getting up on one knee and stuff, but he looks really badly hurt. Uh, How does... What does he look like generally? Uh, a red-haired gentleman. Uh, those red, his hair is kind of matted against his head. His blood is uh, kind of seeped into it. Um, he does look very handsome. Uh, he definitely looks like the floon that uh, Volo described. Um, you're going to see Squirm sort of tilt his head. What's your opinion on the Red Drake solution to the multi-universe problem? Uh, what? I- Pretty and stupid. That's him. I like it. <laughs> Lysandra is going to um, search Grumshar for anything that might help, like a healing potion okay. or anything else that's on him. Do you want an investigation? Yeah. Uh, no, he's got a, a giant satchel. Um, and in that, uh, Grumshar carries his spell book. Um, Ooh. A spell book, you say? Yeah. And uh, a small key. Okay. Um, but that's everything you see on him. I will definitely take the spell book. Um, and just slipping through, what does it look like he's got in there? Anything yummy? Uh, I mean, yeah. I, I, yeah, he definitely has like three or four spells that you could probably use. I like it. And then the key. Uh, is it a tiny key? Is it like a skeleton key? Uh, it looks kind of like a, a chest key. Yeah, so it's small. All right, so I will pocket that as well. Uh, Scrum's going to look around, probably. All right, give me an investigation check or a perception if you're just kind of generally looking. Uh, Probably, I'd probably be doing perception until I had something specific I thought to look for. Okay, yeah, go but perception. Like right now, I'm looking for chest stuff that might help us get sparkles back up. Yeah. Valuables, alcohol. Oh, wait, I already said valuables. Um, <laughs> nine? Uh, with a nine, you don't really see a lot, especially kind of back here. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that yeah, the rooms look empty. Uh they look like private cellars um and sleeping quarters. Um but they don't really contain a whole bunch. One of them has a barrel of alcohol in it. Oh. It's like three times as big as you. <laughs> oh, I know, I'm swimming. Okay, you're in it. Does anyone else want to look around or any chests immediately visible? Uh Nothing immediately. Yeah. Give me a perception check. If I see Lysandra and Rive going towards that, it's like from the barrel, you're going to hear, as a reminder, the big scary thing went that way. Uh, duly noted, yes. Um, if I see him, I will slam the door in his face and tell him he is not welcome. 
I'm not <laughs> sure how effective that would be. Squirm agrees. Uh, perception check. Actually, Lysandra, now looking at the chair over here, you do see a small chest uh, behind it. I would let Amelia know, um, due to your expertise in checking for such things, it looks like there is a compartment underneath that chair. I have a key, but it still might be trapped. Yes, yes, I can look. Thank you. So I'll check it for traps? Please, yeah, investigation, please. Squirm's going to, like, hop out of the barrel. You see him putting corks in a couple of uh, bottles. <laughs> nice, I get. I rolled a seven. Uh, yeah, it doesn't look trapped to you. Nor locked. It doesn't look trapped or, uh, to me. Yeah. Or locked. It, it is locked. Never yeah, mind, it, locked. it does look locked to me. Uh, are you sure about the traps, then? You seemed confused about the locked part. Because the voice in my head is a little confusing sometimes. I, I understand. <laughs> it's sort of like when I run into that imaginary fourth wall. Um, yes. I'm tying up Grumshar, by the way. Okay, cool. And also gagging him. Sure, very good. Uh, Lysandra will open the uh, chair chest. All right. Inside, you find two healing potions. Oh, beautiful. I'm going to hand one of them to somebody else who wants it. Okay. 16 gold pieces, 82 silver pieces, and 250 copper pieces. I don't know who's keeping track of that, but there you go. One of the healing potions should go to silver, obviously. Or at least half of it. Yeah, um, half of it. Yeah. Well, we have to wake up our other friend, too, remember. So. Which other? Fr- oh, Grumshire. Or if you wake up Silver, he could probably. Oh, yeah, know he- yeah, because. Okay, uh, whoever wants the rest of the healing potion may take it. But um, uh, do you mind if I keep one of the healing potions? That's fine. I'll take, I'll take the one that we're going to use half of on Silver. Okay. Um, and you're going to see me sort of look at the potion look at the bottle of alcohol in my hand, look at the potion, look at the bottle of alcohol, which is like half full, uncork the potion, pour half of it into the alcohol, shake, pour <laughs> down Silver's throat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so that's 1d4 plus 1. So we'll do a... So oh, a four. four. You have four hit points, Silver, and uh, you're a little woozy when you wake up. Mm, uh, mother, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Squirm is not uh, your mother. Ah, ah, ah. Where am I? What's happening? You're in the sewers of Waterdeep in what is presumably a Xanathar hideout in a torture chamber where we have recently killed an ambulatory brain knocked unconscious a half orc I'm gonna pause is is he a wizard uh yes actually i'll uh, wave the spellbook half orc wizard and mercifully did not have to fight a giant tentacle monster <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Squirm doesn't know how good these healing potions are. He seems broken. Uh, get, get up, Silva. I am here. Don't worry. No harm will come to you. Where, where's, where's my mother? I, I heard her. Uh, does she know I'm here? She disappointed in me more than she already was. Oh, God. Probably. 
I'm, I'm sure she'd mm-hmm. be very proud that you rescued this fine gentleman. I'll um, indicate the blood-matted Fluden Blagmar. Oh. Oh, I rescued him, did I? Yes, after, uh, after you helped kill that. Oh, wait, no, uh, Squirm gave it to our dear friend Amelia. But you did help kill a brain thing as well. Oh, yes, the brain thing. Aye, are you uh, okay? Says Floon. Yes, yes, I, I suppose I am. That's a question for the philosophers. I'll, uh, I'm gonna... <laughs> Silver's gonna, like, offer his... <laughs> He's gonna put out his hand towards Squirm, expecting Squirm to help him up. I don't you're, know if the leverage works that you're way. You're going to see Squirm basically <laughs> your, like extend his arms all the way above his head and go on tiptoe <laughs> so that your hand is resting on him like a column. At the same moment you, that you do that, Silver will... He's still kind of disoriented. Uh, I know... Um, shift the hand over to Floon, I guess. Yeah, Floon helps you up uh, off the ground and then begins to cough. (laughs) And you see some blood in his hand and he goes a little white in the face and kind of slumps across the the wall next to him. Okay there. Maybe you should uh, help our dear friend Floon Silver if you're feeling up to it. Uh, Do you have any of that special healing power you're so-called gods gives you. Wait, how do you how do you know my name? You, you called me Floon. Uh, it's a long story, sir. Volo sent us. Oh, Volo! Oh, oh, Volo! Thank you, Volo. One of my dearest friends. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Can I do a medicine check to kind of patch Floon up? Do I think that would help? Yeah, yeah, sure. As I see you move forward, I'm going, Squirm's going to pivot his head and go, congratulations, sir, you have been selected randomly for a completely ethical medical experiment. So I roll a 22 and I'm patching him up, but I'm also like kind of poking him gently with my hypodermic needle. He's not really sure why, but it doesn't seem to be hurting him. (laughs) Gently, gently, (laughs) gently. Oh, he like at first he's definitely scared when he sees you approaching him, um, but he's amazed at your skill. Uh, and he says, oh, thank you. Uh, what is your name? My name is Amelia Rive. It's a strange name, but I, an angel. Yes, I'm an angel. Oh, dear, thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Well, Mr. Blagmar, if you're feeling better, I suggest that we all get out of this sewer immediately. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, I agree. There's the matter of him. I'll point at Grumshar. Grumshar's knocked out, right? Yes, and tied up. And gagged. And gagged. Because yeah. <laughs> Squirm did watch him just incinerate Sparkles. Yeah. And Floon looks very concerned that he is not dead, and he's he's kind of backing away. Where do, where do we go? How do we get out? There's a passage, but but do we want to take him with us? Or and he just... opens the he opens the doors over here. Nope, no, wrong wrong passage, wrong passage. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, where to, where to go? Silver, would you mind helping me with Grumshaw? I'll get one side and you get the other. Uh, uh, okay, quick question, though. Is it the best idea to drag a half-orc wizard with us through the sewers? No, it's a bad idea. I could break his hands, if you'd like. That's not really the problem. The problem is it's noisy and he's very conspicuous and I'm sure we haven't fully cleared out their hideout. Magical, too. Um, might I remind all of you that we found who we were looking for? There's no reason for us to involve ourselves with this, this individual any longer. I agree. Quite right. Lysandra will pull out her blade and say, Shall I? <laughs> As she does, there's, I mean, I'm assuming he's, you know, unconscious, etc. Yeah. There's just going to be a quick snap. And you <laughs> see, like, Squirm with his head between, with Grumshar's head between Squirm's hands. Nah, got it. Oh, beautiful. Thank you. You are such a gentleman, dear Squirm. Anyways, shall we? A look of very just uncomfortable exhaustion just descends over yeah. Silver's face. It's been a long night and <laughs> he did not expect it to end as, here. As that happens, Squirm is going to hop up on his shoulder and pat him on the side of the head conspicuously, though unintentionally, near where he had just been grabbing Grumshar. Forward, Squirm's trusty seed. Uh, uh, I... I for what it's worth, I, I have seen uh, several members of Xanathar's Guild go in and out through these pa- these doors over here. Is this the shortest way, or, or shall we go back from where you came from? We should go back and get Raynor, shouldn't we? Raynor? Raynor is down here? Oh, yes, yes, but he's quite all right. I can send Nixa to go fetch him. We... We should go back the way we came because everyone on the way we came is dead. That's true. Oh, oh very, very good. Yes, yes, well spoken. We might be able to grab your Durgar. Mush. All right. Uh, and since since everyone is dead, uh, if you wanted to kind of come back out uh, to the the um, this area, we can just uh, have you do that. Yeah. Yeah. So you make your way back through the winding sort of tunnels, up through the stairs, back through the stench, into the muck of the sewers again. Uh, you're having to kind of help Floon along. He's definitely still limping, though um, it appears incredibly stable at, from Amelia's uh, handiwork. And you uh, come back out to kind of where you started in this area. Uh, and then to the right again, to the east, uh, was where you left Raynar. Given that he's needing help, and I'm assuming that Silver is probably, you know, the best person able to support Floon, I'm going to sort of scamper over to a Writhe's shoulder. Okay. Uh, you climb up, I assume. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, and if you make your way back toward uh, Raynar, you will see him here next to the uh, the the ladder and as soon as he sees Floon he runs and gives him a big hug and oh you you incredibly brave stupid stupid man 
Um, what would you like to do? Uh, Leave the sewers? Yes, let's go back to the pub and <laughs> tell Volo that we have his friend. All right. Do you want to come straight up through the ladder right here? I was hoping to go up the one that we probably first came in. Okay, so that's about a kind of an hour's trek uh, back winding through the through the sewers. But if you're cool with that. Yeah, I don't really want to go up the ladder that had a guard. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Um, so you uh, you make your way through the sewers and you get out and it's it's maybe 1030 at night. Um, and it's almost midnight by the time everyone gets back to the yawning portal. Uh, you've made your way through the streets. Um, Floon and Raynar uh, accompanying you the whole way. And you uh, you make your way back to the uh, the uh, yawning portal Whoop. up here. While we're going, I'd probably be asking um, Floon about what they were asking him when they thought he was Raynor. Yes. All right. Uh, as you do that, he kind of looks at uh, Raynor, gives kind of a meaningful look, and he says, oh, they were just after money. Uh, Raynor here is, is quite wealthy. That doesn't really add up. You don't torture people when you're after money. You torture when you're after information or when you want to punish someone. On your shoulder, you're going to feel a light kick. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I don't understand why you're kicking me. (laughs) (laughs) Perhaps it would be better if we spoke about most of these matters another time. I don't but I'm talking about it now. And I think I would know about torture. So I'm just going to give Amelia the side eye, like, hmm, maybe, maybe we could have a fruitful relationship after all. All right. Yeah, well, uh, if you want, then you can step into the yawning portal. Absolutely. Yep. All right. Uh, so you all sort of limp into the yawning portal. Um, is that a Durgar? It is. <laughs> yeah. There's one. You're going to see squirm tense on Rye's shoulder. And Volo is actually sitting at the at the uh, main bar uh, talking to Dernan and, and Bonnie. Uh, he- hello, dear Volo. Uh, we have some company for you. And she'll gesture at Floon and Rainer. Oh my goodness, my friend Floon, and somehow you found Rainer, huh? I, I'd only just heard from a dwarf that he was missing. Oh, you, you are quite the lot, aren't you? Does he seem unhappy that we found Rainer, or just surprised? No, incredibly happy, yeah. Okay. Yeah. My goodness, my goodness, I, I can't... Uh, uh, I, w- I would buy you drinks, but I, I, th- I think you are more uh, concerned with the rest of the payment, wouldn't you say? I mean, I-, I am certainly, but I don't know about my dear friend Squirm. If Squirm has gold, Squirm can buy his own drinks. I like it, yes. <laughs> well, uh, listen, I confess that I have but 
few coins to spare at the moment as my publisher is uh, and I are between books um, but but never let it be said that Volo reneges on a on a promise uh, allow me to present something much much more valuable and he scrounges in his pack uh, he holds out then a, a, a scroll tube uh, to whoever is next to him squirm probably I'm standing on the bar yep. sort of growling at him and now holding the scabbard uh, the, the deed to a remarkable property here in Waterdeep. Uh, we'll need a magistrate to to witness the transfer of ownership. Uh, I'll arrange a meeting with with one after you've in, inspected the estate and, and deemed it satisfactory. Silver's been like just really tired and grumpy this whole trip back to the yawning portal. Yeah, and at the the mention of a of a property and an estate. His, his, he'll, he'll kind of perk up and his eyes will widen and he'll uh, kind of go over and try to look at the the scroll while saying to Velo, a, a property? What, what kind of property? Oh, it's, it used to be a, a tavern. It used to be a, a, an old tavern in, in the North Ward. Oh. In Trollskull Alley, specifically. This is Trollskull Manor. Has Silver heard of that? Um... Give me a history check. Can Lysandra give a history check as well? Sure, yeah. I kind of want to know if... Can, can Squirm make a check about it? But he's not checking for the history of the manor. Does he know this bar? Yeah, yeah. Give me a history check, too. <laughs> 18 for history for yeah. Silver. 22! Squirm knows his bars. <laughs> <laughs> 15 for Lysandra. All right. Uh, Lysandra, you know that... You know of Trollskull Alley. Um... It's a uh, it's an alley in the North Ward that has several different kinds of businesses, and uh, it's uh, it's kind of cordoned off a little bit so that it, it kind of has its own little community in the North Ward. Is uh, it nice, nasty, kind of in between? It's, it's a little in between. Uh, the North Ward is usually very, very nice, and this is a little bit lower on the sort of class scale as that. Um, and some of the buildings are kind of run down just a little bit. Um, Silver, you know of um, this manor in particular. It's it's quite large. It has kind of a tower on one side, and it's always looked grand to you as a as a child playing in the North Ward. Um, but you've heard sort of odd things about it uh, that no one can really keep it for that long. Um, people are are a little scared to go in it, uh, and it seems to change ownership a lot. Um, and Squirm, you've heard of this place as a as a, uh, a bar that served some amazing alcohol in the past. Um, though you you've even had trouble keeping straight who owns it anymore, um, and it's been out of business for for about five or six years. Um, so while you've heard of it, you've never actually drank there. Hmm. Um, Silver, upon realizing what the property is will um, kind of frown and sigh and um, toss the the scroll case or whatever back to squirm if he had his hands on it at all. Yeah, I mean, I, just pure role play. Silver is, has had a hell of a night <laughs> and is yeah. like physically and psychically exhausted. And he wants a place to sleep. So what he's going to say in this moment, he's going to turn to Volo 
and he's going to say, Look here, Mr. Volo, I'm happy to have you pay me at a later date, but for now, all I ask is, can you please rent me a room here at the Yawning Portal for tonight? He's checking his pockets and he says, oh, yes, the portal, huh? Um, uh, uh, and at this, Never Ember steps in. Yes, uh, absolutely, Silver. Uh, um, Dernan, please, uh, as many rooms as they want uh, on my family's tab. And Dernan very sternly nods. Oh, uh, thank you, Reynard. Yes, um, of course. Just to be clear, Mr. Never Ember, I'm not typically one to ask others for money. Usually I have plenty of it for myself. I just happen to be in a precarious situation right now between positions, and yes. I hope you can understand that I am of the house, Moran, and um, have a certain amount of of, of, of privilege and, and prestige. Now is when you Washington. shut up, Sparkles. Oh, right? Fine. <laughs> Uh, and, and Volo again is motioning toward the scroll. Uh, th- this should be worth five, six, twenty times what I promised you to pay you. We, so please we, look over the property. If you accept, yes. I, I, I'll get a magistrate to, to make it all official. We shall certainly look over the property, Mr. Volo. You are too kind. She'll take the scroll and the squirm wants it. I mean, I sort of assume I read it. What did it contain? It, it was the deed for the. Okay, it was just. Yeah, but it was. It was just okay. It just specified the property. There was right. no other information in it. No. Squirm's gonna sort of like nod at Lissandra taking it, and look, we've spent the better part of the evening fighting our way to the friend that you told us to find, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Why don't we just inspect the property in the morning when Sparkles here isn't wilting? Of course, yes, uh, yes. Just send word for me, uh, and I'll meet you there with a the magistrate if you like the property as much. Most certainly, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at this, Floon and uh, uh, Volo and Never Ember uh, are making uh, their own arrangements to stay the night uh, in the in the tavern. And you are uh, free to do whatever you'd like. Lysandra is going to seek out a room and a bath. As these conversations were going on, Squirm walked the length of the bar, poured himself a drink, and then walked back. Um, (laughs) And is now just sort of taking long pulls from a tankard of ale. And as he sees a Durgar walking up, you're going to see here sort of a... Uh, and Amelia, you feel a tap on your um, on your shoulder. Yes. Hi. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I've had a long night. How are you? Yeah. You you, you smell a little funny. Oh. And you kind of your bag and. Huh. Oh well. Do I do I know this guy? You don't. He's just no. sniffing me. Yeah. It's a little rude to invade people's personal space and sniff them. Oh, right you are. Right you are. <laughs> it's 
stop because of you, Lysandra. Uh, Lysandra actually probably wouldn't have even noticed him because she's fairly tired too. But then she looks down and notices him, and she does. He look kind of. This sounds awful, but this is my character, not me. Yeah. Does he look? Co- does he look common? Yeah, like yeah, pretty okay. common. He's got he's got like armor and stuff on, but um, but uh, yeah. Okay, so Lysandra's kind of going to sneer at him and say, "What do you want?" Get off of me, get oh, off. Oh, I'm so sorry, so sorry. <laughs> He'll walk away. Ugh, peasants. While all that's been happening, Silver has, in kind of a determined daze, approached Jalister Silverman. Okay. I'm just, as this is happening, I'm sort of going over to Amelia, like, or to Rive. Room? That man was sniffing me. I think he knows I have things in my bag. We should watch out for Durgar from now on. Squirm agrees. But yes, let's go to a room. I want to look at the things I have in my bag. <laughs> Sounds fun. Uh, incidentally, was the handkerchief incinerated by the burning hand spell? <laughs> yes. Uh, as um, is uh, Silver still in the room? He is. He walked over to talk to uh, someone else. And so, as as I'm walking this way, I'm going to tap and point at that and go, the long, winding, sun-parched road is getting longer. Lissandra's uh, <laughs> going to call out across the bar, and you owe me for the handkerchief, Silva. And I'd be... <laughs> given that I work here, at least part-time, I assume I would know like where the baths were, where the rooms yeah. were. So I'll be leading... If Lissandra had said she wanted a bath, yeah, I would be yeah, leading her definitely. to that. And I'd be leading uh, Rive to her room. Excellent. All right. And Silver. <laughs> Which means Sparkles is all on his own. What are you doing? <laughs> Here comes the first fatality. I'll just walk over He's and four stand... Is he sitting at this table? He is. He's uh, making notes in a journal, and as you approach, he slams it shut pretty quickly. Yes? Hello, Mr. Silvermane? Hello? Uh, I'll look expectantly at him. Does he recognize me? He does not seem to recognize you. Do you you need something? Well... I'm Silver Naran of the House Naran, newly inducted member of the oh, Lord's Alliance. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes. <laughs> Lord's Alliance. Yes, yes. I remember. I remember you now. Yeah. What, what can I do for you? Silver is squinting at him. <laughs> he does not like this. Um. Well, sir, as my superior officer. I just wanted to inform you that I have been especially diligent as a member of the Lord's Alliance of late. Yes. I have confronted and dealt with individuals who have engaged in public disturbances of the peace. That's great. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Actually, I'm kind of glad that a cloak is here. Hold on one second. He rummages in his bag. Um, ah, good. Okay. So, for someone as amazing as you are, I need you to take care of this uh, sometime within the next month. Okay? 
Excellent. Take care of what? And he hands you a scroll. Right. Okay. Yeah, Silver will just hold it in his hand, kind of looking at it blankly for a moment, and then he'll say, yes, um, well, all right, fine, but about that, about yes. being a Excellent, cloak. yes, good job for you. Uh, here's your first assignment, and remember what happens if you uh, do not do it. <laughs> okay, good to see you again, and he stands up and starts to walk away. Uh, Mr. Silvermane, Mr. Silvermane, uh, one moment. Uh, yes? I have found... And I'll, I'll kind of walk up to him kind of <laughs> close, probably closer than he wants, kind of like assuming a kind of like familiarity that I, is probably not warranted. <laughs> okay. Um, I've found that the You smell awful, rank, by the way. You do smell like sewer. <laughs> yes, yes. That is what happens when you are putting yourself in dangerous situations in defense of the city of Waterloo. Well, remember, the Lord's Alliance is all about appearances as well, so I'd take a bath and throw away that armor. I'll be sure <laughs> to do that, but one thing, this cloak rank is seriously impeding my ability to do my job. And as a member of the House Naran, I am accustomed to bit more, shall we say, renown than is currently being afforded me by my current status in the Lord's Alliance. Yes, well, you've done nothing for the Lord's Alliance. Once you do that, once you do this in particular, you'll have a bit more renown and we'll bring up the cloak rank again. All right? Yeah. Yeah, a look of, of just like, of just, uh, like, yeah. Unhappiness, for lack of a better word, will descend over silver, um, like just with a thud, a slow, drawn up thud. And, um, and he'll say, Do you happen to know Leroth Silverhand? Of course, yes. Everyone knows the open lord of Waterdeep. Good. Well, you'll be hearing from her, and I'll turn on my heels and walk away. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm going to my room. All right. Uh, as you do that, you bump into a uh, rather large hobgoblin uh, who says, Hey, watch it. Oh, God. Did you just mutter something under your breath? Huh? No, but I did just now. <laughs> that is... <laughs> I mutter that under my breath. <laughs> Huh? Huh? Speak up! What do you go? What do you go say for that? Huh? You want to piece of me? Silver is. I'll fucking toss you in the portal. I will. Exhausted, he'll turn around and face him, and try to intimidate him with his sword. You draw your sword. Give me an intimidation check. A fifteen. Interesting. Uh. Yeah, at that, he goes, <laughs> I was just kidding, mate. Uh, lighten up, all right? And he walks away. Silver will stare after him with wide, angry eyes. Seated right next to you um, is a Duergar who, like, tugs on your cloak a little bit. <laughs> Jesus. I don't think Perfect. you smell that bad. Not like that <laughs> other one. Woof. 
<laughs> Have a good night. Uh, okay, that was that was amazing. Silver has just the most contemptuous, thin-lipped frown on his face at at this particular interaction, and then he'll pull his cloak out of this guy's hands and walk away. And he does not want to be bothered by anybody else. DM. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> He's going to find his room and to take a bath. Okay. You uh, you find a, your room. You find the bathhouse. Um, and uh, each of you has an excellent sleep in the yawning portal this evening. And that is level two, my friends. Level two. Yes. I'm spending some of the evenings studying the dead things I brought back with me. So if I learn anything useful from that, let me know. Okay. I've probably brought Ride food while this is going on. And then I'm just like perched on a piece of furniture in her room, watching her probably dissect these things. All right. Also, um, for, for my own reference, can you fit bodies in bags of holding? Yes, they yes. can't breathe in there. But Dead yes. bodies. Then yes, of course. <laughs> you can fit live ones in there too, but then the not breathing does become an issue. Okay. And then Lysandra probably would be looking over the spell book um, that she got. Uh, but I think more importantly, also Andy said level two. Level two. Why don't we go ahead and roll uh, some hit point dice for you guys? And And, and we're going to be getting a full rest here, yep. I assume, so full. I can recover my pathetic amount of HP. Totally full amount for everyone. Shall I go first? Please, what are you rolling? D6? D6. I'll take mine. Alright. Uh, and again, for those of you who don't know what we're doing, um, the reason we're rolling like this and then talking about it uh, is... Uh, I let my players roll, see their role, and then decide whether they want their role or the role that I did in secret. Um, and I got a five, yeah. so I don't want to take Andy's role. Of course. Yep. Who's next? I've got a D8. All right. I will take yours. Mine was a five. Much better than my one, certainly. Another? Uh, yeah, I'll go D8. Ooh, I'll take yours. I rolled a three. Mine was an eight. Nice. 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 And I'm a D10, I believe. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I will take that 10. All right. Well done. Uh, and Amelia, as you're dissecting the sort of brain with feet thing, um, it's odd, but you have no idea how this thing would sense anything. Uh, it has no ears, no eyes, no mouth, no anything. Um, it's just got sharp talons on its kind of clawed feet, uh, which is just weird to you. Um, have I ever seen anything like this before, or does this ring any bells? It does not, no. Okay. All right. So uh, you wake up in the morning, fresh, ready. Your muscles are sore a bit from the, you know, yesterday's activities, but 
uh, generally you're all fairly healthy and uh, come back downstairs to the awning portal. Um, Bonnie's there to serve drinks. Before I behind down, the bar. can yes. I use my um, artificer infusion to make myself a bag of holding using my bag? You absolutely can, yeah. Cool, so I'm going to do that. So my bag's a bag of holding now. All right. I'm no longer carrying the dead things in it. Okay, you leave them in the room? <laughs> um, I probably, like, wrap them in stuff to try to hide them. <laughs> and then okay, yeah. <laughs> leave them for housekeeping. Sounds good. Yeah. They're very cut up. They mostly just look like meat now. Indeed. Um, and, and since I don't know when next I'll have a good opportunity to, I suppose before he heads down in the morning, Silver would look at the uh, the scroll that Jalister gave him. Okay. Yeah, no, it says uh, it says um, protect uh, Doc, Doc's Ward Dung's Keepers at the top. Um... I don't think Silver needs to do any kind of check to determine how offended he is by that. Uh, so it's a yeah, ten, it's a ten day contract where you show up every day and protect the dung sweepers of the docks wards um, from whatever. He will kind of let that scroll dangle. Um, mindlessly kind of from his side and he'll gaze blankly at the wall of the room and the yawning portal. Uh, you do know that the refusal to do one of your missions would result in your suspension uh, at which you would not be able to gain any renown uh, during that time. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> But again, it, it, it's just uh, anytime this month, so you don't have to do it right now, but um, sometime within this month, you'll have uh, you'll want to do that maybe and have 10 days where you protect them. I think once a strong word. Indeed. So, so I, don't, I don't know if you just said this and I missed it, but so like for a 10 day contract, I basically yeah. do I does it have to be 10 consecutive days? Yes. And how much time per day do I have to spend doing About it? five or six hours. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ, how horrifying. <laughs> it's, it's like a job, Norton. Well, Silver's not yet at the point where he's, like, got a work ethic, so he's uh, putting <laughs> that that scroll in his in his bag and wandering down to find the others yeah let's go inspect this uh this property shall we um dm i so the artificer tinkering no jesus artificer infusions is like preparing spells and i have to do it right after i wake up but i wasn't with my party right after i woke up can i tinker with some of their shit now and infuse it yeah Mm -hmm. um Silver, how good is your defense? Um, please, sorry, what? Please tell me you're asking Adam this, not yeah, actually. Yeah, Adam, Silver. what's your defense? Could you just tell me? 
AC. AC. Like my armor class is it's pretty high. It's eighteen. Okay, then I'm gonna without saying anything, Amelia is just going to. What do you usually fight with a sword? Yeah, and may, sometimes javelins. So Amelia is going to, without saying anything, grab your sword and start doing things to it. You can't really tell what she's doing. <laughs> she's using tools on it and kind of looks really concentrated. Squirm is also going to see an opportunity and you're going to see him scamper over and attempt to put the scabbard from his back on the sword and then look vaguely disappointed. Yeah, it's yeah, doesn't fit. Um, excuse me, Amelia. Silver, what, what is the animal most associated with House Naran? Um... Like, if you were an animal, what kind of animal would you be? <laughs> uh, I would say... Maybe... A seagull? I was or... genuinely hoping you were going to say peacock. <laughs> okay. Yeah. A, yeah, like a sea peacock. <laughs> <laughs> like a... Yeah, like... like, like if there's a type of seagull that is like higher than the other seagulls and more kind of attractive and showy, okay. <laughs> you your yeah. self-import. Your seagull. house is always called that an albatross. And then yes, <laughs> <laughs> then yes, albatross. I All guess right. that's great. Uh, very uh, yeah. Uh, so so um, the hilt of your sword uh, has the outspread wings of an albatross in like gold. And you notice that, Amelia. So she, like, particularly fucks with the albatross, then. Um, and you can't... You, there's, like, sparks, like, flying off of your weapon as she's doing this with her tools. <laughs> and it's getting quite intense in the tavern. And then she finishes and hands it back to you and says, that should help you hit a bit better. Um, and metagame... Your weapon is now a magic weapon, and it grants you a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls made with it. Nice. But nice. only Sweet. so long as it's infused, and it can lose the infusion because I can only have two things infused at once. So make a note that it could be temporary, and I'll let you know if it loses the infusion. Okay, well, that's cool. A bard comes up to your party and begins to play some music. Go away. The music stops. <laughs> All right. What would you like to do? Uh, let's go inspect that property, shall we? Is there anything obviously different about your bag, Rive? Um, no. It looks like a bag. Well, I don't know. How do you want to roll that, Andy? Because bags of holding are much larger than the bag I was using, probably. And I made it into a bag of holding with my tinkering. Yeah, I don't think it. I don't think you added to it. I think it's about the same size. Yeah. Okay. So no, it just looks like a bag. Okay. I'm just gonna sort of also look at you. Do you, do you still have the, you know, things we found? No, I studied them and then I cut them up and tried to hide them in things. Ugh. Hopefully, housekeeping isn't upset. They really just look like meat now, kind of jerky almost I think it's okay people eat jerky <laughs> uh, uh, uh. yeah sure what the hell alright 
you've uh, stepped out of the yawning portal into the into the city. You've all, uh, yeah, you head north into the north ward. Uh, takes a while to get there. I'd also say, just flavor wise, yeah. you all would notice, like, for some reason this morning, Squirm keeps having to almost like double back to have you all keep pace. He's much quicker. Hmm, interesting. But it doesn't seem like you're going quicker. Does it seem like you're just walking normally? I don't look like I'm straining. I'm clearly moving faster than y'all. Okay. All right. So you come across um, the area for Troll Skull Alley. Uh, how would you? This is oddly kind of important. How would you like to um, approach Troll Skull Alley? Um, there is. There is uh, a couple entrances on the south and then a couple entrances kind of on the north side of it. Let's try via the north, just because Alessandro would feel more comfortable going even a little bit farther north if north means more affluence. <laughs> a tiny bit, yeah. Um, I'd probably be fine with that. Does Squirm have any concept of which part of it the inn or the... the the banner is closer to uh, you don't recall, but um, Silver has kind of been around here. He thinks it's on the north side of it. So if Silver thought that, then Squirm would be fine with that. All right. Also gives us the chance to kind of walk around the place first. Sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, you're making your way through the streets. Uh, and this is kind of the entrance, the northernmost entrance to uh, Troll Skull Alley. Uh, and the alley itself um only really has uh, four and three entrances. There's a, there's like one on the south and kind of two on the upper part. So you can see it's it's a little um, it, it's it's a little its own kind of little ghetto, I guess, to a certain extent. So as we're walking up uh, and approaching uh, Troll Skull Alley, um, Silver would have uh, brought up would have said to the group. So I've always heard some odd rumors about Troll Skull Manor. How it's always changing possession, changing ownership very frequently for some odd reasons. Does anybody know why that might be? Has Lysandra heard anything? And and I guess Andy, I'm I'm curious if there's any more specificity to the rumors that Silver has heard about this place. Um, that, that was pretty much everything you had heard. Um, you could ask some people around here. They might know. Yeah, I'll, uh, go up to somebody. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of people around. Uh, so you kind of, uh, walk up to, um, to a human, uh, carrying a bushel of, uh, apples, uh, and you sort of stop him. Excuse me, sir. Oi, what can I do for you? Sylvan Naran of the House Naran, recently inducted member of the Lord's Alliance here on official business involving the safety of... Oh, all right, all right. Oh, okay, get on with it. What can you tell me about Troll Skull Manor? Oh, it's building right here. Oh, it's, uh, it's a big one. Uh... Some people say it's haunted. But well, you didn't hear it for me. Oh, 
while this conversation is going on, can I um, kind of surreptitiously poke Squirm and then point at the people that I saw watching us? Yes. Uh, Squirm, Amelia kind of points out um, to the north now, um, underneath an awning, a couple um, cloaked figures. Uh, and you, as she points them out, uh, even though she was very subtle about it, uh, they immediately turn away and start walking away. Uh, and this, and Silver, the uh, humid you'd stopped, has just continued on. Yeah, I'll go over to Lissandra and uh, the others if they're if they're all there. And I'll say to Lissandra, Ha! Ah, ha! Ah, that simpleton said that Troskull Manor could be haunted. Ha! Ah, ah, how That's absurd. interesting. It's not unheard of. I mean, especially with these older buildings. Um, perhaps we should inspect it cautiously? Ghosts have found a way around mortality. I would like to study them. Silver's gonna frown, and I'm starting to... I'm, I guess this is a pattern with uh, my characters, but he's gonna say, Wait, you're saying that ghosts are real? Uh, yes, quite real. I mean, at least in some documented cases. I believe Volo has quite a few tall tales about them, but far more reputable sources have written quite a lot about them. And in fact, Lissandra, that starts to make a little bit more sense why Volo even had this deed to this place. Uh, because he did mention that he was writing his next book on on um, like specters and ghosts and stuff. Ah, okay. That does make sense. Okay. Yes, Lissandra's kind of going to ponder and say, from what I've read, they they are not usually incredibly dangerous, but uh, we we should still be cautious, yes. Uh, We should inquire as to how Trollskull Manor fell out of these owners' possession. And as to how you capture a ghost. Huh. Ghosts. I really need to review those notes I took while studying under Aeson. Huh. Uh, yes, and uh, Amelia, I'm not sure you can catch a ghost and study it in the same way. They don't tend to be corporeal, but I am more than willing to help you try. I can improvise. Perhaps a jar? Squirm's gonna nod from your shoulder. Do ghosts feel pain? If not, that would make this much easier. That is a question for the philosophers, I'm afraid. I'm not sure. Perhaps we could ask Volo although I would take anything he says with a grain of salt. Uh, shall we go and look a little more closely? Sure. All right. Uh, as you approach the manor, it is um, fairly imposing. It's like four stories tall. Uh, this kind of large tower on the corner. Um, it's got a balcony on the second floor, um, stone steps leading up to it. Uh, it's it's a fairly nice place though some of the windows are broken it's a little bit in disrepair but it's actually fairly nice establishment um especially for just being given it as a reward uh for someone this also was a bar correct it was it yeah the first floor is a tavern okay so is it more like a bed and breakfast almost or like is it a little bit or yeah, uh, some people have lived here and then ran, run a tavern out of the bottom is basically what what you've seen. Okay. Well, this is relatively nice. Um, 
Shall we try to go inside? I, I suppose we should send for Volo and that magistrate before we do anything. Otherwise, it would be breaking and entering. Although I have the deed here. Uh, as Squirm, you sort of approach, the door opens on its own. That's totally normal. <laughs> Is it a ghost? Can you see a ghost? I sound almost excited, even though my voice is usually so deadpan. Squirm is going to notice this. Uh, Squirm doesn't think so. Oh. I assume I can't see a ghost, Andy. You cannot, no. I'm going to sort of slowly approach. Do I see anything, hear anything? You do not. Oh, good. Go inside. All right. Lissandra will follow closely, looking quite inquisitive. Excellent. Excellent. All right. This is the uh, floor plan, the layout of the place. So this first floor is uh, kind of dusty, um, sort of broken furniture all, uh, all around the place. There's uh, really nothing left behind the bar. Um, except a few broken bottles. Um, and that's uh, mostly what you see uh, on this first floor. It definitely has a lot of kind of work to do if you wanted to get it up and running again. I'm casting Divine Sense. Interesting. Um, absolutely, Silver, you feel an undead creature behind the bar. Um... Guys, uh, it is a yeah. It is definitely undead. So, Sparkles is actually saying out loud, like uh, uh, and I'm gonna pull out my sword and approach the bar. As you, as All you right. do that, you're gonna see Squirm sort of crack his shoulders. Is it a ghost? Ah. When do, do do I? At what point, Andy? Can I see the undead creature? Uh, if you were in line of sight of it and it wasn't invisible or something like that, you would be able to see it. Yeah. <laughs> um, like you can see most creatures. Well, so, okay. So I don't see anything over the bar right now? No, you just, uh, you basically pinged. In the location uh, that creatures, yeah, like there. Right. I, I yeah. would be circling around the bar cautiously. All right. Amelia's following you really closely. She Squirm's going to jump on the bar. Sounds good. My body language looks really excited. Lissandra, the, the door behind you uh, slams shut. Huh. Oh, oh, oh! Well, I guess it wants us to stay. Uh, that's lovely. Um. Maybe we ought to, I don't know, attempt to figure out what the ghost wants before we try and, I don't know, fight something we can't see? Silver's feeling weirdly uh, empowered right now. Is this a door in the floor, like a cellar door or something? Yeah, it's a cellar door, yep. It yeah, he'll, in the basement. he'll open that up. Yeah, there's a small little stairway there. He's going down there. Amelia's right. following. I'm following Rive. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it just uh, puts you over here if you want to, yeah, on the basement. 
Uh, it's it's kind of a it's kind of a cellar that's basically just been uh, carved out of like stone and, and dirt down here. It's a uh, much chillier, um, and there's a few barrels of uh, sort of rotted uh, tavern stores down here. But that's about it. I've heard that it's colder when you're close to ghosts. Do you think this means we're close to the ghost? Or it could mean we're underground. Oh. Fair point. And at this, you hear a knock at the front door of the tavern. Do ghosts knock? Generally not on their own establishment doors, I don't think. Uh, Lysandra will run upstairs and is there someone at the door that I can see? There is, yes. uh, uh, Kind of a dwarven lad. She'll open it up and say, what can I do for you? Oh, ah, I I heard uh, new owners might be uh, coming in today. Uh, I was just uh, wondering if you need any help picking up or cleaning up the place. Um, insight. Is he actually interested in doing the things he says, or is there something Please. else going on? Yeah. Uh, with an 11, he seems uh, genuinely interested in helping out if you need anything. From on top of the bar, I'm going to sort of shout. Uh, not shout, but, you know, direct so he can hear it. Yeah. Who did you hear that from? Well, it's been going around uh, Ola Troskalali. Uh, lots of people have been talking about new owners. Uh, Volo signed over uh, deed to someone or something. Uh, yeah, yes, I suppose yeah. he does talk uh, quite a lot. Uh, come yeah. in, come in, and she'll let oh, him thanks. in. Oh, thanks. There's not a lot uh, that happens in Trollskull Alley that people don't know about. Just so you know. Andy, I rolled a 15 perception check in the basement. Do I perceive Yeah, anything? you're very cautiously looking around. You don't feel anything moving or you don't see any hidden doorways or traps or anything. It just feels uh, like kind of a chilly cellar area for storage. Can I do a perception check too, specifically looking for a ghost? Sure, yeah. Uh, I wrote a seven. A seven. You don't see a ghost, no. Bummer. Silver frowns and goes back upstairs. Amelia will look around once more and then follow him up. All right. Silver, I thought there was a ghost. Hmm. I sensed an undead presence, and I don't see an undead body, so I suppose this must be one of those ghosts I remember reading about now under Aeson's tutelage. Oh, Jed, did you say something about a, a ghost? Yes. Yes. Uh, we were told that this residence was, uh, how shall we say, inhabited by more than the living. Do you know where is the that... ghost is? Oh, no, don't know nothing about a ghost, but uh, sounds exciting. If you did know something about a ghost, would you know where it is? He says, ah, no, I don't know where it is. I couldn't tell you. Uh, but my name's uh, Finnegan Root. Uh, and if you need anything, I'm good at lots of things. I can tend bar. I can uh, clean. 
I'm a decent carpenter. As as he says, tend bar, you're going to see Squirm go on. Oh, I can make a mean drink. Uh, uh, tell Squirm, this, this, this alley seems relatively small, and we've heard the strange stories of the manor not really staying in anyone's possession for too long. But when there's been a tavern here, how well has it done in business? Oh, Truscal Manor's done it's done pretty good in business uh, over the years. Uh, it's not been open since, well, uh, I was a wee lad, but uh, I think my my grandfather worked here uh, during one of the owners, uh, and the, he made lots of money. Interesting. Lissandra's going to cast a meaningful glance at Squirm and sort of raise her eyebrow and say, interesting indeed. Uh, Mr. Root, uh, we would be happy to contact you. We are still deciding what to do about this property. The magistrate has yet to even clear us. But uh, where, where could we call upon you for your services if we were to need to find you? Well, I just, I just live north of the alley, uh, just a little bit with uh, my family. Uh, yeah, I just uh, ring up the Root residence. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, if, if, if you need anything, please don't hesitate to ask. I can, uh, I can do a lot for you. Thank you for your kind offer of service, Mr. Root. Uh, you are too kind. Uh, I am sure that we will be speaking soon. Oh, excellent. Uh, and he bows, tips his hat off, uh, and uh, leaves. Lissandra's kind of going to look at Squirm and say, I don't know that I'm up for a complete renovation on my own. Perhaps we should ask the others, but I don't know. More property is always better in Waterdeep. It's generally what my family holds. Squirm is going to slowly blink, apparently trying to process the concept of more property. <laughs> yeah. It's not really working. What needs to be renovated? This is perfect how it is. <laughs> <laughs> fancy people require fancy things, Rive. It's huge, and it has subjects to study. Uh, there's a mirror at the back of the bar, um, right behind Amelia, actually. And uh, Lysandra and Squirm, you notice that uh, there's some, like... Uh, Looks like someone's writing on the on the mirror, uh, and it just says "Go home" with an exclamation point at the end of it. And uh, Lysandra, kind of forgetting herself, is going to say, "But but Silva can't go home. His mother kicked him out." <laughs> Who are you talking to, Lysandra? The ghost that's talking on the mirror. They sometimes communicate. Oh, I'll turn around and look. We are home. Uh, as you say that, uh, one of the bottles next to you just like shatters and bursts into glass now on the floor. Ghost, can you feel pain? Because you're going to if you explode a bottle near her again. That's not what I was implying. If you can't feel pain, you're the perfect research subject. Ghost? Uh, on the mirror, on the mirror again, it says "creepy" for ease. <laughs> That's really good. Um, 
I don't suppose that uh, seeing the writing counts as seeing the creature. Does no. it? Stupid. Ghost, I'll make you a deal. <laughs> we won't renovate your home. We'll leave it as beautiful as it is now. And you won't try to get us to leave. And you'll let me study you. But I won't hurt you. On the bar itself, in the like almost half inch of dust, uh, you see the words being written, fuck off. That's not polite. That's just rude. The door then opens again over here. Did the ghost leave? Or is it trying to get us no. to leave? It's, it's trying to get us to leave. I, I don't think it much cares for us. Um, that being said, it is our place. Um, there are ways to get rid of ghosts if we need to, but for the time being... I don't being, want to get rid of the ghost. I mean, capture them, of course. Excuse me, I must have misspoke. Um, <laughs> if the ghost can't feel pain, there's no reason for it not to consent to me studying it. Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> There's no response. It's good to know, Amelia, that you are far scarier than anything we could encounter here. Squirm is going to kind of sigh and then straighten up and in the exact same tone as he did earlier. Congratulations, you have been selected for a completely ethical medical study. <laughs> no response. At any rate, uh, we should probably send for Volo and that magistrate to finalize matters. Are we all in agreement that we're at least keeping the property? Definitely. Squirm thinks that Volo should also pay for a portion of renovations. I think that's a fine idea. Silva? Yes, yes. Whatever you think is appropriate, Lissandra. What's wrong, dear Silva? You seem less willing to introduce yourself than usual. Nothing's wrong, I just... Uh, I don't know. I feel restless after last night, despite how rest-filled my sleep was. Uh, let's go find Volo, shall we? I think so. Uh, is there a way to, like, send for Volo? The, um... Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Nope, absolutely. Yeah, you send for Volo, uh, and he comes straight to um, the manor um, within about 20 minutes uh, with a magistrate. Um, and he says, oh, did you like the property? It's a beaut. It's a beaut. Outside of the presence of a fairly hostile entity, yes, it's fantastic. What are you talking about? That's what makes it fantastic. An entity, you say? It's like a, a specter or a spirit of some sort. Indeed, one that likes to throw bottles and swear at Amelia. It was rude, but we'll come to an understanding. Uh, I, I did suppose, if you'd mind, if I just pop in every once in a while and see the place again and... Oh, yes, in fact, we, we were going to discuss with you. Th there's a possibility we would like to renovate this, this business. If you'd like to pitch in, it would be much appreciated. Of course, when you have the gold and your publisher comes through. She'll raise her eyebrow oh, like she's doubtful that this is ever going to happen. 
Of course, of course, of course. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and not too long after this, uh, actually, Rainer uh, shows up then uh, as well and uh, says, Oh, I heard that uh, you were uh, transferring the, the mana today. Uh, I'd like to see it as well, if it's all right with you. Why, yes, my fair potential investor. I mean, friend. <laughs> right this way. She'll sort of uh, grandly give him the tour. Nice, all right. Uh, but uh, if you like the property, and we can get this business done with. My thanks for saving Floon. Uh, and here's the magistrate that would uh, sign the papers. Is the magistrate anybody that would be known to my family? No, he's more of just kind of a bureau- bureaucrat, pencil okay. pusher. Uh, All yes, right. yes. Did you give me the will that you have? I'll uh, stamp it. Will? You mean <laughs> deed? The <laughs> deed. The, the will, the deed. I'm barely here. <laughs> like, I, why, why, is, why is Ben Stein... A functionary in Waterdeep. <laughs> uh, yes, here's the will, and uh, there, you, you may stamp it. All right. Congratulations, you now own Troll Skull Manor. Is that what this This is a manor? Okay. It's beautiful. <sighs> is that all? Oh, yes, that's, that's everything I need. Well, all right, I'm out of here. Apparently, the uh, bureaucrats in the city have been beset by depression. He's going to say, "Squirm, what are the hiring standards?" Oh, oh! In order to be a bureaucrat in this city, you must have absolutely no personality. It's precluded many of my family members from going into certain sectors of government. It's terrible, indeed. Uh, but yes, technically, yeah, you have the manner now. Um, and Volo tips his wide brim hat at you and. Uh, it says certainly he'll be back to uh, to enjoy um, whatever you make of this place. That being said, what would you like to make of this place? That is definitely a group decision. Lysandra is way into renovating it, especially since business was good at one time. You didn't really look too much at the upstairs, um, but... Uh, the upstairs is actually a little nicer than the first floor. Uh, it's not really been broken. The, there, there isn't a lot of furniture here, but and it's still pretty dusty. But all it really needs is a good cleaning and maybe a paint job. Some minor, just cosmetic yeah. more than anything. Yeah. So if you wanted to kind of start picking rooms or something, feel free. Yeah, absolutely. I want Silver to help me find the room that has the most ghosty essence, and I want that to be my room. <laughs> Can Silver do that? Lysandra's gonna call the tower room unless, uh, unless, uh, there's the room too much ghosty essence. Then uh, it is totally Amelia's room. Lysandra okay. will give Amelia the tower room if that's the one with the ghosty essence. Uh, the ghosty essence is mostly in the first floor here. Uh, the tavern, or um, in the very, very top of the fourth floor tower. Okay, so I guess since I can't sleep in a tavern, I'm going to sleep at the very, very top of the fourth floor tower. That is like a five by five. Room. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Can we can we say that um, that silver was going through the rooms and 
and looking around and um, he cast his divine sense to determine uh-huh. so he determined that there was an undead presence in that tower in the top there uh, yeah it kind of goes between the very top of the tower and the first floor so while so silver would have gone up to that tower um and if if he sensed that presence he would have stood there um and he would have um said um hello ghost are you here you just hear some of the wind and some of the noises from the street outside the window is broken in this room silver naran of the house naran <laughs> Recently inducted member of the Lord's Alliance here in Waterdeep. Um, I am now partial owner of this property, and as such, I humbly request that you fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. And Silver will nod, kind of a a small stern nod to himself, um, and then walk down. And we'll say to uh, Amelia, top floor is yours. Thank you. Well, so it's sort of the tower room will be yours. The, the tower yeah, the, the topmost floor, the, the tower room. The way um, you get into it from the third floor is this area here. Yeah. Okay. So if you kind of want, you could have this room as your like laboratory and sleep then up here if you wanted. Yeah, that <laughs> seems a little more reasonable, I guess. So I'll probably do that. Okay. Which room is the nicest slash biggest? Uh, the one Lysandra claimed. <laughs> All right. The second nicest and biggest. Uh, that'd be, yeah, that'd be on the second floor here. Probably this one. It's got lots of windows. Um, it's, it's nice and airy. Uh, it's got um, a room right next to it with a balcony. Uh, if you wanted it, you could just knock out this wall. Cool. I'm going to probably take these two since that's closest to Ride's room. Okay. Squirm, uh, you hear kind of something at your window uh, here as you're kind of getting settled, and it's just kind of a light kind of flitting against the against the window. I'm going to go look. Uh, it looks like there's maybe kind of a bird at first pecking to try to get in, um, but you quickly notice it's not a bird. It is a paper folded bird. Slow blink. Rive? Yes. <laughs> Point of interest. I'll come over to his room. Did you find right. the ghost? I'm going to point at the folded paper bird. I don't think that's a ghost trying to get in the window. If you want, you can open the window. I I will. Alright. You open the window. Uh, the paper bird comes in and flies around kind of both of you uh, and then sort of lights on uh, Amelia's shoulder. Hello. You're going to see Squirm sort of narrow his eyes. My spot. I'm going <laughs> to take it off my shoulder and kind of examine it. I'm looking for like any writing or anything on it. That was also intentionally, actually in first person. (laughs) There is writing on it. Uh, 
and uh, I put that in both of your um, handouts. It is the paper bird one. Uh, I don't know how much of that you'd share, but well, I'll. Uh, I, I will say that we're not necessarily going to um, share that with the other two party members. If that was, but I will read it so that yes. we have it. Um, I'm also everyone on the podcast. You are welcome. Not going to read it in Squirm's voice. Um, <laughs> a small crumpled bird letter reads: Rainer tells us that you are a good bet. He bought you tickets to the opera tonight at the Lightsinger Theater in the Sea Ward. If you are interested, meet Mert at intermission. Private Box C. Formal attire is required for admittance. Why is someone betting on us, Squirm? What does this mean? Squirm believes that it's a figure of speech. Thinking that they might find it profitable or useful to have a relationship with us. Oh. Do you know who Mert is? Do I? No. Nope. Do I? Nope. Do I recognize this method of communication? You do. It uh, it usually is a secret way of Harper, uh, the organization Harper, to communicate. Hmm. I'll sort of be like, uh, Squirm has had some dealings with the Harpers in the past. They're the least aggravating option, generally. They know many things. I don't trust organizations. <laughs> then you're in luck. They're not much of an organization. It's more of a shared belief around people being free. They've spoken to me some before, I think, and I don't trust any organizations. But the orchestra sounds interesting. I was, I was going to say, we could also just go to the theater, see what they have to say. I want I wonder what drinks they serve. They're probably expensive, Squirm. Uh, maybe the Harpers will buy? Perhaps. Squirm is going to look down at his clothes. Squirm doesn't think this counts as formal attire. Mine does, right? <laughs> Squirm is going to kind of like hold out a palm and wiggle it from side to side. <laughs> These are the only clothes I own. Let's talk to Lysandra. All right. <laughs> uh, Silver, um, you keep hearing uh, something at your window then to uh, like someone's throwing a rock or something. <laughs> Every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go look out the window. Uh, there's the young dwarven lad, uh, from before. Ah, excuse me, Mr. Uh, Noran? Noran? I'll open the window (laughs) if it wasn't already open. Um, yes. Silver Noran of the house Noran. 
Mr. Root, uh, was it? Hey, hey. Thank you. Uh, just wondering if you thought any more about uh, my proposition now that you're uh, you're all uh, legal up in here. <laughs> Your proposition to work for us here in hey, Trollskull uh, Manor. Listen, some of some of us in uh, Trollskull Alley are uh, a little excited about uh, perhaps uh, you you opening up again. Um, I just want to say, uh, if you think about it, I have some. Uh, I have some people I know in uh, the 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 vintners uh, and distillers and brewers guild, uh, the roofers guild, uh, the dung sweepers guild. I, I know people that you need to know uh, to to run a business. Hmm. Very good, Mister Root. That sounds fine to me. I'm happy to agree to hire you on to work here, and I've got just the person to help you lead up the renovations here. And Silver will pull out his uh, silent bell and ring it. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And Lissandra, what are you doing in your room? Uh, She is kind of looking at the draperies. uh, Just kind of... she's, She's never had the nicest room before, so she's just kind of relishing this. It's kind of like the first time she's ever gotten some of the nicest things. Uh, she seems like she's really enjoying it. Nice. Uh, and as you're sort of just beautifully staring out the window, Lysandra, uh, you catch three or four different odd instances of people that are acting like they're not trying to, but are certainly staring at your establishment. There's two individuals with cloaks underneath an awning uh, to the north a little bit more. There's a a dwarf uh, smoking a pipe, acting like he's talking to someone, uh, but the person next to him is not looking at him at all. He's staring your way. You get the fleeting sense that there's someone up on the rooftop two buildings over. And then you see Finnegan down on the street um, just kind of staring up at your window, uh, just longingly, a slightly vacant expression on his face. Uh, is that a normal expression for Finnegan that I've seen so far? Not super, no. Hmm. Uh, is going to... Are there any distinguishing details about these people other than the one on the roof who's obviously probably shouldn't be there and was probably fleeting. Um, like, are the people in cloaks super short, like dwarves? Are they kind of human-sized? Yeah, they're fairly thin, so you would guess human elf, maybe? Okay, and then um, it's hard to tell from this angle, I'm sure. Does Finnegan look like he's perhaps under a spell effect? Give me an arcana check. I'm good at those, I think. Uh An eleven. How sad. I'm afraid, Lysandra, you can't tell. And as you can't tell, uh, you turn around and uh, in the dust and the paint on the wall, in what looks to be almost like dripping blood, you see the words, please get out. It's learning manners. (laughs) Lysandra's going to say to the room, 
we, we don't mean you any harm, especially Amelia. She wants to be your friend. Please don't bloody the walls or else I'm going to have to paint this entire room red. And it's going to be just so gauche. Underneath it in more blood. Fuck all the way off. <laughs> And that concludes tonight's episode of Goats and Dragons. If you enjoyed this and are curious to see where the story goes, please follow us on Twitch, where we are simply Helpful Goat, or subscribe on YouTube at Helpful Goat Gaming. We are a small independent game design firm and could really use the support. Uh, if you'd like to know more about us, our streams, our company, or our upcoming projects, you can visit HelpfulGoat.com. Follow us on Twitter at Helpful Goat, or check out our Facebook page at Helpful Goat. Thank you so much to everyone for playing. Thanks so much for listening. We immensely appreciate it. And from all of us on Goats and Dragons, we wish you an excellent evening. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good evening. This has been Waterdeep Dragon Heist on Helpful Goat Presents, a games and gaming podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard and want to hear more, check out our main podcast feed, Goats and Dragons, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Season 2 of our first D&D campaign, The Fates of Rin, premieres on Monday, September 30th. Until then, you can catch up on Season 1 in the Goats and Dragons podcast feed. And if you like what you hear, please consider rating and reviewing us on iTunes or Stitcher. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time.